Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I'm your host, Deb Laflamme, and my mission is to help you find a way that feels really good to market your biz. And today I have my guest, Jen from Wolf Dog. You guys may remember that about a year ago, I had her partner, Allison, on. And so let's just say that this episode is a year in the making. Now, Jen and Allison are partners. We're going to talk a little about how that works, being like best friends and business partners. But we're also going to talk about what sets Wolf Dog apart from every other, and I guess we can call them an agency, right? It's like what, what website or social media shop. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what they've done to market their biz. And we're just going to get right into it. Jen, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yes. I'm finally glad that I wrangled you in. I put your, <laughs> I put your leash on, I pulled you in. And it's, here totally we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I always say some things are worth waiting for. So we are so glad to have you. Tell us about Wolf Dog Marketing in your yeah, words. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we go to market as being your one-stop digital marketing shop. Um, so that really spans from whatever stage your business is in. So like a lot of times we're working with entrepreneurs and small businesses. So whether you're just getting started with a business and you need the branding, logo, and messaging, or maybe you have a website that... Um, is old and outdated and needs a refresh, we can really come in on all different um, angles and be able to help you either it's from branding to website to social media. Maybe you're starting on, you already have a brand and you're starting with a website or you just need help with social media. We really try to be that one stop that you need and really be able to be with you and partner with you the whole way of your digital experience. I love that you said, you said so many things. I was just like already writing down. What I, wanna, what I also want to share is that not everybody does it as well as you guys do. I mean, yeah. I've been in the industry long enough to see that when you are a one-stop shop for all things marketing, digital marketing, you're not maybe as good at everything as you can be. But what I love is that you guys know your strengths you know what you're good at, each of you, each of you, you know, you, Allison, your team members. So I would love to hear, Jen, like, what, what is your, what are your strengths? What are, what's your wheelhouse? What do you feel most comfortable getting your hands dirty in? Oh, yeah. I mean, so I like to say that I'm the nerd that can talk to people. Um, <laughs> because I, I'm leading up the design and the development. So a lot of the times, when you're working with someone like me, a web developer, a designer, there's someone that like works in a closet and doesn't have anyone talk to them and they're only focusing on, you know, how the website functions. I like to think that um, I'm able to put more strategy behind it and I really team up with Allison on the whole messaging and branding piece. So yeah. when you're working with us, you're not just getting someone that's just thinking about how it looks, you're also getting that strategy and messaging piece. And I think that's been a differentiator, especially with websites because it used to be that you'd hire someone to do the content and then you'd hire someone to do the design and then you would need a developer with us. You can do all of that in one stop. So that, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I remember helping clients and we'd have to find a copywriter and then we'd have to find someone to do the logo. And then the logo then became like the design of the pages. And then we needed someone to do the back end. 
And it's very difficult because as a business owner, you know, myself or my clients, it's a lot of different people to manage. And it's not cohesive either. I mean, you have all these different people. There's so many hands, like just trying to get it to work, rather working with a partner who's all on the same page. I mean, Allison and I have worked together now as our business for almost six years. So, I mean, we know what we're doing. We're on the same page with most. If we're not, we'll figure it out and fight about it. And then we'll be on the same page. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm sure I'm sure she will enjoy that. And, oh, and yeah. the boxing and the karate and the fitness, <laughs> it all, all starts to come together, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So with, with Allison, we talked a lot about the story behind Wolf Dog. Um, and you guys, I will link back to that episode because it's a great one. And we talked about authenticity. And with Jen, I kind of want to go a different um, avenue because I really want to highlight some of Jen's skills and what she brings to the table as far as the development piece. For those of you that are running your own business, managing your own business and looking to have this beautiful brand out in front of your audience online. And at the time of this recording, it's 2020. And most of us are doing a significant amount of relationship building online rather than in person because of coronavirus. So Jen, let's talk about the design piece of a website and some of the things that you think are vital for, for my website. So whether it's my website or a brick and uh, online business owner or a brick and mortar, what are some of the things that you help uh, um, small business owners, mid-sized business owners identify within design of their website? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think right now the biggest thing is being online. Like I've even had, you know, some people that we've been working with for a while, all of a sudden, maybe they're just one of those people that are in their old ways. And all of a sudden, because of everything going on with coronavirus, they're like, oh my God, I finally understand what you guys do because you're keeping my business going, which yes. is a nice compliment. But I mean, in terms of the design, you know, the way it's going is really those you know, sleek landing page experiences with your full width images. When you land, you're focusing on letting people know within three seconds or less who you are, what you do, and how you can help. So, you know, we're seeing the attention span of people when they're going onto websites is so low. You know, if your website's loading slow, buy. If you don't, if I'm confused when I land on your page and don't know where I'm going or what you do, buy. So it's really being able to lead them through the site, whether it's you know, selling products, which is, you know, a whole different animal of adding to cart and not having abandoned carts and all of that. But then also, even if it's just marketing your business, maybe your service, um, you know, being able to lead them through that process of, you know, coming from the homepage, a lot of people historically will go to then they want to learn about you. So making sure that your story is something that's enticing and people can relate, you know, people want to work with people. And a lot of times people don't want to be out there, um, you know, with their photos and their story, but that's what a lot of times wins clients for people or, or, you know, business. So then being able to get them through navigating the bout and then some type of call to action, whether it's, you know, a free consultation or learning more or buying a package, being able to lead them through that journey is, is really the most important thing when you think about your website right now. Mm, you're totally speaking my language because that's literally what I preach every day. Like, Absolutely. You know that. And that's why we're so aligned, Wolf Dog and, and me. And I just feel like they help you take your message and get it out to the world so that they don't say bye. Like you said a couple of things. Like if the landing page doesn't load in three seconds or less, 
I'm out of here. Yeah. If you don't get my attention with your graphics, I'm out of here. Like if you, if you're not speaking my language, I'm out of here. And I actually think that you guys do a really good job of speaking to your dream client for yourselves. Like you, you are walking the walk. And I think that says a lot and it's integrity too, because so many times small business owners are so busy serving their clients that, you know, they don't have what their clients have. And I just wanted to say that I love that you guys have taken the time and the care to walk the walk, like I said before. And I think that's really important. It says a lot about you're willing to do it for them because you've done it for yourselves and you can see that it works. So I, I want to play a couple, a little game with you. I always ask many of my um, guests on the podcast, but if I say marketing, you say, <laughs> you know what, it, what did I used to say? Or what do I say now? Well, because... let's hear both because I, I, I think that's, it says a lot about growth and, and the fact that you're paying attention. And so, yeah. So yeah. if I say marketing, what would you used to say? So when I used to work at an agency doing what I was doing, a bigger agency in Boston, I used to hate marketers and I would not want to be called that because I didn't like the, I, I used to work with these like mid-level marketers who didn't really care and they just weren't even really doing any of the work. And now, as I see, I love to be called a marketer because I actually see the real purpose, especially with working with small businesses and medium-sized businesses, entrepreneurs, like the marketing is your whole business. But I, you know, the way I used to see it was like, oh, these lame things are not really doing anything. But and now as I'm in the, the weeds of it and the grains, I love being called a marketer. So it's So funny. you're basically, you just basically gave us an example of how you're changing the way people feel, <laughs> how they feel about marketing and being a marketer and the marketing process. I love that. I love this because I, I, I also know that a lot of people mix up the word marketing to sales and sales sadly has a very poor connotation. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just like people to know that like, if you are marketing your business, it's to get your message, your product, your service out to the person who needs it most. And I think you guys do a really good job of that. And the marketing should be the sale. You shouldn't have to be pushing, pushing, pushing as a sales approach if you're doing your marketing right. In my right. Yes. Like your messaging is delivered on that silver platter so that when you do offer them something, it's a no brainer. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love it. So what do you, how has the, the internet, um, how has the internet impacted your business? And let's talk about like before 2020 and then now, because you, you mentioned that uh, clients that, that have known you or customers that have known you finally kind of are getting what you do. And I actually, for me, my audience is like, they're, they've heard it and they've heard me say it before for years and years and years. But now in 2020, they're actually listening and implementing and taking action because they're realizing that digital marketing, online marketing, social media marketing can actually help their business and grow their business and be a big part of it. But what, what, how has the internet impacted your business before 2020 and then also now? Yeah, I mean, well, with us, without the internet, we can't do what we do. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's definitely even since I've, you know, been doing this, just the evolution of the technologies and the software out there and how much more you can do. I mean, in the past five years, the transition to, you know, having everything be responsive and mobile, um, you know, that has been such a thing that it didn't used to matter that you could just go on your phone and you would zoom in with your fingers. Now, you know, the, the prominence that it needs and 
um, being dinged on Google for not having a responsive website. Like I think that even the past year, like there's not a lot of sites that you'll see that way because it's just been such a transition and evolution. But I mean, since all of this has started, people are really understanding like, okay, I have to have a good website. I mean, even places like stores that maybe were doing um, sales in person and then also had a site that did online, they're realizing, oh, wow, maybe my site online like isn't that great and isn't optimized for sales now that I don't have an in-person place I can go. Or I don't want to enter my credit card on here because this is kind of sketchy. Like they're understanding that there's an importance here and that they need to be able to be on top of their game to be able to last right now because it's sad a lot of businesses are really getting hit hard and it's kind of if you don't evolve you're not going to grow and you're not going to last so that's been something that people are realizing and starting to say okay i need to spend some money now to to be able to be around yeah no i i think that that's a a flip that we're seeing for digital marketing across the board and those websites that were just put up um aren't going to stand the test of time when we're doing a significant amount of um, business online versus in person. So yeah, I definitely agree that it and it is, let's talk about, you said spend. So I know it's an investment, right? This, these are all investments, uh, whether it's an investment in time or it's an investment in money. You know, people, people are thinking, you know, do I need a 30,000 or 15,000, 30,000 is probably ridiculous, but $15,000 uh, website. And you mentioned something about, um, sleek landing pages like you said those words and um, when we were talking about you know what what your wheelhouse is and how you can help your clients but you know what do you think and we're not going to get into budgets here because I know that depending upon the functionality and the different details that there is a tremendous range in price but what do you think if if somebody was to come and work with you and say I just I'm just getting started um, I've been in business for, you know, a year and a half, two years, and I realized that my free website page that I put up when I started isn't helping. What are things that, um, actually, I have a client who uh, would be asking this question. What do I need? What's, what are, like, what's your short list of things that I need that would be optimized that uh, would help attract people to my business online? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, I'd say 75% of the time, that's how it starts a conversation is, you know, I'm just a small business. I'm trying to put money into this. And I think that, you know, what differentiates us from like the larger type agency and is that, you know, we understand, we understand what it's like to put money into a business. Like we are a small business too. Mm -hmm. um, so we, uh, we're very thoughtful with the way that we're doing budgets. I mean, there's some companies that will come in and sell you on all these products that you don't actually need. A lot of times we'll come in and we'll say, hey, you actually don't need to be doing this. And this person could save a thousand bucks because they didn't realize because a lot right. of times people don't understand these things going on. So, I mean, we want to be thoughtful with your budget. We want to, you know, take pride and we take pride in your work and we become part of that team. So, you know, the most important thing in my eyes is that besides the mobile responsiveness is obviously a big thing that Google is now cracking down on, but you know, having that landing experience be good. So maybe it's someone that doesn't have the budget to do a full website. Maybe we're starting with doing like a landing page type thing where it's, you know, those long scrolling homepages that's able to really um, show off your business and your offerings and just have it be a good landing experience so that people aren't bouncing. And then 
as long as it's built on a good platform, um, you know, WordPress is what we use primarily. It's something that maybe a year from now you have more budget and you're ready to expand or you're realizing that you just need more area for your content. Like let's blow it out and to do more pages because it's not something that we're going to have to rip and replace down the road. Yep. See, they're calling you now. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay, it happens. It's usually me though. I, <laughs> I usually have a, a note to turn off, so it's totally fine. Um, I think that that's interesting too. And I think that because people are getting savvy, right? Users, like the customers are getting savvy. They actually enjoy that experience too of like, just give me what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that I love the, that you guys offer that, that flexibility of really customization. I mean, you are an agency, but you attract a type of client like small or medium sized business that really just wants to improve their presence online. And you take, you guys take pride in that. You take pride in helping that business owner stand out from the, from, stand out from the crowd, right? And we'll be honest, you know, like if you're built on something that's maybe like for someone just starting up or doing it yourself and you say, there's sometimes people like who build their site on Wix, for example, we don't work with Wix. It is, you know, a builder that people can use, especially with people that, you know, are doing it themselves. Yeah. So they'll come and they'll say, Hey, can you redo this design? And I'll say, you know, it's, you're going to be wasting your money because you can't get everything that you want out of it. So if you pay us this, you know, a year from now, you're going to throw it away because you're going to outgrow it. The smarter right. thing to do would be, and, you know, we'll, we'll outline it for them and maybe they're ready or maybe they all of a sudden are like, you know, I'm going to wait. And then a lot of times people spend the money with someone and then they come back and they say, wow, I should have just listened. Let's, let's do this now. And they waste the money with it. I want to be you know, someone that's a good resource and is going to be honest. If we're not a good fit for that, we're not a good fit, but I want what's best for your business at the end of the day. Yeah. So what's, you know, we've kind of already gone into like what makes Wolf Dog different from other shops or agencies, which I love. And obviously anyone who has a chance to at least hop on a call with Allison and Jen, I think right away, you'll see that they care about your business. They want to get to know you. They want to know what your current goals are, what your future goals are. And I've watched them with people that I've referred to them. And I've watched the experience that people have had about they're not like you have to do all of this right now. They're, they're about what's your goal right now and how can we impact your business with a website or with your messaging or with your branding. Um, and I love that every time they share, which PS is, part of one of my favorite things that you guys do for marketing, whomever is behind the scenes doing it is the reveals of the projects that you guys are working on. Oh yeah. Um, and what, and when people do the testimonials or reviews, like nothing says like joy more than happy customers. And it's the best marketing that you can do showing your products, showing the reveals. I love when you guys show like branding, it's just like, for me, it's like eye candy. I can't stop sharing. So don't stop doing that. Keep uh, showing that and sharing that. It's the best marketing. But I have to I have to give props to Allison because she is just the master at writing. I mean, I make her write my own personal Instagram and Facebook posts. So <laughs> she's really great at that. I'm gonna give props to the Shits Creek one that you guys just oh, did. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god. I will I will link up to that in the show notes. She not, she just, she hit that out of the, out of the park. So good. 
So yeah, we got to think about ways to get in front of people. That was, <laughs> that was I good. love it. I love it. So creative. Actually, let's talk about that. So where do you get your best ideas or inspiration from? I mean, I follow you personally and professionally. Like I follow your personal and your um, business account on Instagram. And so I know, I know about you and I know the things that are important to you. And even if Allison is doing 90% of your content, where do you get your best ideas and inspiration from? Like what, what inspires you when you're sitting down to do the design or development of a website? Yeah, um, absolutely. I, you know, I really do get inspired by what else is out there. Um, you know, I like to, if it's a website, for example, um, you know, I of course ask the client, you know, is there any websites out there that you see are doing a really great job? Because I like to understand what pieces they like from it. And then, you know, being able to give our own spin to certain things. But I definitely like to look at leaders out there, you know, whether it's on Instagram um, or just websites that are doing a really great job. Um, you know, there's a lot of new things that just come down the line and you have to constantly be educating yourself on, you know, what's working, what's not. And um, for me, I get excited about, you know, new technologies that I can integrate into a site, you know, whether it's something like flying across the screen or little animations or just something to grab the eye that's, you know, I get excited. So I'm, I'm constantly looking at what other people are doing and trying to grow and push myself every day when it comes to design and development, especially. And then personally, like, would you say working out? Oh yeah. Speech. Like, let's go a little deeper, Jen. Yeah. I mean, personally, I mean, I'm just always, I'm a fitness junkie. So I'm always on, you know, fitness um, influencers that are on there and always looking for new workouts or exercises. Um, but that's like, I mean, you follow my personal Instagram. It's basically um, Mackenzie, my baby working out or my animals. So <laughs> yeah. And so you have diesel, right? Is your yeah. boxer? Yeah, but I have Diesel as my boxer. And, and then what I are have your cat's name? Three cats. And they're all they're all triplets. They were born. My husband found them under a log the day they were born. Oh my uh, gosh. Cash, Foxtrot, and Tango. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, I get it. I, I, get I, it. I, I like to say that, you know, I wouldn't have, I'm not like a crazy cat lady, but I am. But like when people hear three, they're like, oh my God, what? And I'm like, well, we found them at once. They're a package deal. So <laughs> you not as separate crazy. them. <laughs> And, and then beautiful Mackenzie, who is yeah. a little over a year old, right? Yep. She's a little over a year old. She's, she's like a Sour Patch kid now. She's like yep. um, testing the limits and she's yep. like really naughty. And then all of a sudden she's sweet and I'm like, okay, I can't be mad. So. Yep. It's, it's so interesting. Actually, before, before we start getting into like some advice that I want you to share with our listeners, what has been something that um, has surprised you? Because of course, we're all home, but we're all working and you've always worked that way, but you may have worked with Allison and now you're home with Mackenzie and with coronavirus. Like what has surprised you this year um, with having a one-year-old and running your business? And I know a lot of my listeners are moms or with, with young kids. And a lot of people tell me, you know, I don't have the time or the kids are home. And I don't know, I feel like you're you're managing it extremely well. So any tips that you'd want to share with mothers? Yeah, I mean, thank you for that compliment. I'm glad it looks that way. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, even before this, I've had Mackenzie home the whole time. Um, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do is to be able to have her with me until she goes to, you know, preschool when she's a little over two and a half. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think that as each, each age, as she gets older, you know, it comes with new challenges. I mean, now that she's over one, she just dropped down to the 
one nap a day. So, I mean, I get like a good three hour chunk, but you know, it's an adjustment each time, but being able to really put your head down when you have that time um, and then really look for opportunities. Like I don't want her to always be just like sitting there while I'm on the computer. So, you know, my work schedule is a little bit different. Um, You know, I'll be outside playing with her, then I'm back inside working. So really being able to give yourself some slack and not put so much pressure. I think that that's something I've worked on over the past year is like, you know, what we do is important, but we're not firefighters or police officers. Like we can take a second and react without being so stressed out. Mm -hmm. So I've been really trying to do a good balance with that and, you know, being there for my clients, but also not missing out on things. And I'm, you know, I'm really glad that I'm able to be able to balance both. But yeah, I mean, a lot of weird hours, you know, sometimes I'm working at night, but in my opinion, it's worth it to be able to make it all work and be here. Yep. And I will tell you that my Mackenzie, something we have in common, which I love, she, um, I worked from home. Uh, I was like remote working for a company at the time. And when she was little, little, and she was in daycare most days, but when she was home, I have to say one of the skills that she learned, which I think a lot of kids are learning when their mothers or fathers are working from home is they do figure things out and they enjoy a little quiet time. Like my Mackenzie loves to sit and just read or play alone, but then she also is great with other kids. So there is just as much as there's balance between you having time with her and her having time without you, they benefit from it as well. So I think it's all about expectations. And like you said, giving yourself grace and, um, knowing that you'll get the work done. We are not firefighters. (laughs) And I will say one hack that I've learned this summer is a water table. Setting that up outside, I get like so much time to get some stuff done in the sun sun and get my tan going while I'm working. So it's great. (laughs) Water table. Actually, it's funny because we were just looking at pictures from 15 years ago when my older daughter was one and she had a water table. It was water on one side, sand on the other. And I was like, that was a good buy. <laughs> it had an umbrella over it. I mean, that was 16 years ago, but yeah, that was, that is a great little tip. Actually, any, any little thing with a little bit of water and little like Tupperware, little containers, the kids love that. So, exactly. great, great tip. <laughs> so what, um, what would be your top marketing tip or piece of wisdom for my listeners? Share like your golden nugget. What do they need to know from you today? Yeah. What do you need to know from me today? So I would say, obviously, if you're listening, you understand the importance of somewhat online, but I mean, I would challenge yourself to look at your website, whether it's, you know, on the stages of a do yourself, or you've had someone do it, do it. Um, It's like, you know, what can I be doing to improve when someone lands? So, I mean, the biggest things I've been doing right now that I've been advising everyone is having some type of like pop-up or giveaway or in your face when you land. Um, so, you know, that's going to be like my piece of advice for today. So for example, we work with a fitness client. Um, when you land on their website, it's always a different type of offer. Like for example, enter your email here to download at home workouts or enter your email here to get this video. Something that you can get people to stick around because then then you can be marketing them and not being the annoying email every day, but something that you can keep them in that funnel because, you know, you never know if someone's going to forget about you after they looked at the website. Hopefully not if we've done it because it's so beautiful, but you know, how are you keeping them in the funnel and keeping them engaged? So, you know, between that and then, you know, having a pixel and retargeting on your site so that you're continuing to show up um, when they're searching around the web, 
I think that's, you know, my biggest nugget right now because people's attention span is just so small and people are just trying to change the game right now with online and doing it better. So let's see how you can keep them there and keeping them engaged with your content and so those are both so good. Like the first one would have been enough, but then you're like, oh, and then retarget <laughs> with the pixel. I was like, yeah, I had to add that in. <laughs> awesome. All right. So before we wrap, what's happening with Wolf Dog? Where can my listeners find you, learn more? Um, tell us all those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, specifically for me, when I think of, you know, the stuff that I'm doing with the design and the development, like I love for people to check out our portfolio on our website, wolfdogmarketing.com backslash portfolio because I really think it does show an array of what, what we do and really shows that we can work with anybody and understand the vision and being able to give a great takeaway. Yeah. Um, also, you know, like I said, Allison does an awesome job on social media and I, I think our social media has just been so great. We've been stepping up the game. So, you know, at WolfDogMKTG, yeah. um, you know, that's uh, definitely a great place to be looking for us. And, you know, we're constantly looking for more ways to get involved, um, you know, with interviews and networking. Um, I, you know, we're trying to, we just had an interview that, you know, like a similar type podcast thing, you know, trying to get out there. So um, hopefully you'll see us more in those spaces as we get more comfortable doing these. <laughs> I thought you were great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jen, for being, uh, like I said, it was a year in the making. So happy to finally, finally get some nap time with Mackenzie. That's what we'll call call this episode, nap time with Mackenzie's mom. Yeah. And um, you guys check them out. I'll put all the links that Jen mentioned and anything else that I think you guys would benefit from, including Allison's episode. We'll definitely link that up as well. You can listen to Jen's partner, Allison. And thanks again, Jen, for being um, with us on the Market Your Biz Better podcast. Thank you, Deb. I'm so glad I could join. Thank you for being such a great partner for us too. Awesome. I love having you guys in my world. Awesome. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now, go market your biz better.